I'm Adela, and this is the House Medium Podcast. In this podcast, you are going to send me your emails and you're going to ask your questions, whether it's paranormal or have to do with real estate and you want me to look at the house that you're looking to buy or rent. But not only are you going to send me your emails, but I'm going to have you on my podcast and I'm going to see and tell you what I see while I'm seeing it responding to your email right to you and you are going to tell me if this makes sense if it resonates so all the listeners can hear and be a part of this experience now if you don't want to be on here i understand for those of you who don't i will still read your email however i look forward to being your house medium. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the house medium or welcome to the house medium, whichever I'm a daily your house medium. And I'm so excited. How many times can I say medium? I don't know. I'm so excited about today's episode. Um, yeah. We got some doozies. Did you just check out the name of the podcast, Ouija Board and Dreams of Fire? Mm. (laughs) But it's not going to really be scary, kind of. You have to remember the point of this podcast is to expose you to the fact that all people have some experience, even though if they have buried it deep in within their conscience, conscience, yeah. And, or they don't want to talk about it, or maybe they don't even believe it. People have had experiences and me as being a professional medium and intuitive where I've been doing this professionally for 20 years, that this is just normal life to me, want to explain to people what it is that they've been experiencing and, and what they had experienced and to also demystify all of the myths and all of the pre conceived ideas of what the afterlife is, what the dead is. It never ceases to amaze me that people forget that it's just people who died. It's like people have been taught that when we die, we turn into monsters. We do not. Now, is it kind of alarming and disarming to see and experience something you can't see or make um, heads or tails of? And when that happens, you email me. Yeah. Yay. Yay. That's what we're talking about. Email Adela at the house medium at Gmail and I'll help you. But also (laughs) the (laughs) real reason why I'm saying this is, is, is remember that it's just people who died. Like you're walking around like us, meaning we all are going to experience this. Would you want everyone you've ever known or even someone you don't know that you're like, hey, I'm sorry that you're, I scared you to see you as a monster. Suddenly you're evil and you're this. And I always find it very interesting because whenever something is being portrayed as like scary and a monster, like don't look over there, don't look over there. I don't know about you, but makes me just want to look. And it makes me wonder, why do you not want me to look? What are you trying to do? If we make people afraid of death, then we can kind of control people. Okay, yes, I got deep very fast. But the reason I'm stating this is because I see 
that this is such a huge, huge shift to me to try, at least I'm trying and my, I'm the little engine that could, um, trying to make a change in the world to get people to understand it's not something you have to be afraid of because we all lose people. We all have someone we lost and we would love to not feel like we have to be afraid of people we once loved in this place. And that is what this podcast is about. Now, with that said, does it not mean that we don't have, we meaning <laughs> all of us, but me, that it doesn't mean that I don't present to you some pretty intense stories and it may like spark those feelings. But the point of this is that I'm going to tell you what I see and I'm going to be able to get some validation. It's not just me saying, this is what I think it is. This is what it could be. It's me actually seeing with my sight and the person who comes on the podcast is validating a yay or nay or whatever on what I'm seeing. So we get some real time valid, you know, validation. What happens is that people have these experiences and they're like, whoa, that was crazy. And they go about their life and they just kind of go, I don't know, that was weird. And it's all a mystery. And it could have just been your uncle so-and-so going, hey, you're barbecuing the food really badly. You know, (laughs) so that's what this is about. All right. I have a, I, that was my, that was my intro because the reason I, that was my intro. Ooh, I just like heard, sorry, there, there, would somebody have an uncle? Because <laughs> this would apply to me because <laughs> I heard like a frequency. Ooh, okay. It's hard to explain, but I hear these frequencies and I know when something's trying to interrupt. Um, no, no, no. I'm doing a podcast. Anyway, um, I don't really do this. I, I do that. I just wanted to kind of play into the whole medium thing that I'm running around talking to people all the time. I am not. Uh, anyway, so I wanted to say all those things because these are going to be some pretty intense emails we're about to get into. And uh, it, I, I am going to, you know, bring on the sound effects and everything to help these stories along. But it, what I think is amazing is when I read the email and you hear that part and it's like, whoa, and then you flip on over to hear what I have to say. Sometimes it's just as intense in the email, but most of the time it isn't. And it's like, oh, you know what? I'm conveying to you how the person felt who wrote this email to me and their story. But this is what I see. And I can like really lift the veil on it and calm everybody, everybody down, hopefully. All right. Time to go into our Medium Brew Cafe and see what's going on with all of our friends there and talk about a couple of things. So one thing popped onto my Google that I wanted to point out. This is what we would call paranormal gossip. This this goes in the paranormal gossip area. I got this got this note uh, popped up on my Google. It's Eagle Mountain, California has a new owner. Eagle Mountain, California sits nestled just outside of the Joshua Tree National Park, about three hours east of Los Angeles. Mm. Okay, if the person who bought this, okay, let me finish. No one has lived there for roughly a forty years, but a mysterious buyer just paid twenty two point five eight million for the ghost town. Okay two things I want to talk about. One, that's intriguing, right? Towns that have just been left. Two, whoever owns this, if you're listening, I'm not far from there. So come on, all my listeners out there, you know, be my detectives, find out who this person is, drop them my name, because I think 
they need the house medium to come tell them what's up, what was on that, what's going on at that property. Because apparently, if you look at it and you can Google it, I just Googled mysterious buyer um, because I it popped up on my Google and then I couldn't find it. So I had to actually Google it for myself. Uh, if you Google it, it doesn't have a lot of information, just pretty much that. But it has pictures of it and it is pretty ghosty towny. And I love it. So if anybody out there can get some information about this, or if anybody out there would love to drop whoever bought this my name and say, you know, like Ghostbusters, who are you going to call? You're going to call the house medium. Me. I want to go there. Would that make a great podcast, right? Come on. Come on. Like, it's a great. Thank you. Thank you. I just, you know, I needed someone to tell me. So that's something we have to talk about. The other thing I wanted to throw out, if you've seen my posters on my Instagram and all the artwork that I do, like all my classes and posters and everything, it's done by Renee. And you gotta like go to her. It's Ren Photo is on her Instagram. She's very talented. She's an amazing artist. I just wanted to promote her and check out her work because she's just she does all kinds of art. And I just wanted to give her props. Thank you, Renee. Definitely thank you. Thank you so much. You're awesome. Okay. So lastly, what's on my list? I have a few things on my list. And then we're then then we're getting into it. So if you're sitting there and you're like Adela, it's night and I'm listening to this. Great. I love it. This is the best time way to listen to this podcast. If you if you feel like you're going to show signs of anything on your face, maybe wait. Like you don't need people look giving you weird looks. Meaning if you're on your if you have your headset on and you're listening to this and you're going for a walk or whatever, just warning you that, that these two are going to be interesting, <laughs> fun, really fun for me, <laughs> definitely interesting for you. But I also, I also kind of wanted, this isn't paranormal gossip and this isn't even paranormal. It's a, it's about a show called, um, young, rich and African. If you haven't seen it, check it on Netflix because honestly, the beauty of this and I the reason why I bring this up is because it's so interesting I don't know about you but if you watch a show outside of us I'm talking to the people who are listening to this in the United States people are listening to this in the United States when you look at shows outside of the US you just see how the drama is just cut down on reality shows like they just don't need all of the fluff and this show just shows that one, the, the fashion is beyond, beyond their Kings and Queens is beautiful colors, beautiful clothes. They, they, they even display their, the culture and the richness of it just wonderfully. But I find what's so interesting is that the biggest drama of all these friends who are rich and famous, um, is usually just someone disrespects their name. Like that's it. They, they'll get upset that someone disrespected their name or lie to them and then they all have to have a, a meeting as a group and then they always want to resolve it they they don't want to do the fighting they don't want like they don't want that heaviness and it's very obvious because there's someone from the united states that gets in the group and they're way heavier in their energy and attacky so I just felt like it was like kind of a spiritual feeling I got from it between the beauty and all the beautiful and ritual and 
cultural type of energy. And then the other spiritual part is like, you know what? Why do we seek this drama? Why do we want to see people like go against? And why is it so weird when you see people coming together? Well, I want to leave you with this as we finish up in the Medium Brew Cafe. We only feel comfortable with divide, feeling like we're divided. And I'm, I, I feel the big reason this happens is because of trust. When you're a little kid, you trust everyone. You feel like everyone is going to like be great, like you have an open heart. But as you start to get older, that trust starts to kind of wane. And because that trust starts to wane, then you start to kind of feel like, you know, I better stay over here and you stay over there. And I'm not sure about your intentions. I just really feel it's about hurt and trust. Um, Because I feel like we're more comfortable when we see that going on because it kind of, kind of verifies, yeah, you better just keep your distance and not, not get hurt again. Because even watching the show and I've seen other shows like from Australia and Britain and stuff, and they always don't seem as drama based. Oh, Hey, everyone got too loud. Quiet down everybody. They're not as drama based to me. So that's what this show's like. You can definitely feel like, oh, they're in another universe. They're in this other world where resolving and respecting and lying and respecting is the biggest, you know, hurt you could do to each other and not going, you know, going for like, you know, knife in heart type of things that we seem to do in this country. Anyway, so those are the things I just wanted to share. Tell me your thoughts on it. Love to hear. I just like to jump into the meeting for cafe. I am going to start having sometimes guests like I had Timothy on and um, in my medium brew cafe just to talk about other things, you know, to discuss things besides just the story. So, but with that said, let's go. Time to step out. Bye, everybody. See you later. And, um, oh, no, stop opening the door. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Um, time to get to my first email. And I feel like, you know, I feel like I have, well, I I have, I'm pausing because I have a new, I have a new sound. So I think I'm going to, this sound song is fitting for both these emails, to be honest. So yeah, I'll decide. I might break it up. I might break it up, but here we go. This is Arkea. And this is Ouija Board and Dreams of Fire. Yes, this was the title of her email. So buckle in, everybody. Hey, Adela, I love the new podcast. Every show has been fun and enlightening. I've had quite a few experiences that have happened to me over the years. But this one in particular is the one that I find quite strange. All right. And let me let me tell you, she's a good writer. So I'm not going to, I don't want to, I don't want to mess it up too much. Okay. Event happened when I was a twee tween during the summer vacation. One afternoon while hanging out with a couple of my friends, one of them mentioned that she had a Ouija board at her house and asked if we would like to play with it. Definitely always the story. That is always the story. 
As typical preteens, we, with nothing to do and a delayed response to possible danger, we agreed without hesitation. We crammed closely together in her small closet at it was the darkest spot available. The only source of light was a phone flashlight to see the board. We couldn't decide at first who to contact, so we asked if there were any spirits in the house. The area we lived in was historic, with underground railroad trails that, and ghost tours of the Civil War. It seemed plausible to us that there would be a lingering spirits around. We asked the spirit board questions about who they were and even questions about my friend to see if they could answer. After every answer is given, or even a slight movement of the planchette, she says the term right, because I don't even know the term right, what followed was a stereotypical series of screams and stampede of us running out of the closet. <laughs> and even an incident of someone wetting themselves. Aww, poor babies. After about an hour of general panic, the friend whose house we were doing this and got too scared to continue. We put the board away, went outside, and wandered about the possibility of her house now being haunted if it wasn't already. Woo! Okay, I gotta stop. I gotta take a drink. I gotta drink of water to continue, because here we go. So we're gonna, we're going, we're going in for some more. That same night, I dreamt of a fire and anguish. I was running up the stairs of my house. Oh my gosh. Um, I was running up the stairs of my house and was engulfed in flames. The door to my room was locked and I tried to break the door down to get inside. Sorry, sorry, I got it, I got excited. I tried to get, I tried to get inside and I needed to rescue them. Once the door had fallen away, a small girl was burning alive in the middle of the room. I could tell I was, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Let me, let me, I got, I don't, I didn't remember this part. So Ooh, the door to my room was locked and I tried to break the door inside. There was someone inside I need to rescue them. Once the door had fallen away, a small girl was burning alive in the middle of the room. I was told that there was nothing I could do to save them as I watched helplessly as the flames consumed them until I awoke. Wow. That is intense. Arkea. Like, I am rereading this again because we recorded this a while back. This is intense. The feeling in my room felt heavy. The pit of my stomach was knotted, and even though I knew it was just a dream, I was overcome with grief and cried for that girl. The next day when I spoke to my friends, they all reported having weird dreams and experiences, which we all deduced was from playing with the Ouija board. For my friends, their experiences stopped after the first night. Mine continued with the same feeling of sadness and grief in, in enveloping, me, sorry, enveloping my room and reoccurring dream of fire. I'm sorry, my glasses are not quite on. One day, I decided to honor the girl in my dream who had died by placing one of her toy bears on the left side, not her toy. Ooh, I just said her toy bears. Ooh, interesting, uh, interesting. That's not what she wrote. One of the toy bears on the left side of my bed, kind of like a memorial. 
This lightened the mood of my room almost immediately and I was able to somewhat enjoy my room again. However, there was an unexpected caveat with this memorial. If the bear was ever removed from the bed, I would experience that horrible dream of fire again. Sorry. This time, instead of the overwhelming feeling of sorrow, I would feel angry. I would feel rage so great that I would awake immediately. I learned pretty quickly how to sleep without moving the bear and made sure no one who entered my room would touch that bear. This became my normal routine until we finally moved from that house. All nightmares of fire ceased. Was all of this the effects of an overacted, um, active imagination of a preteen girl? Or was there something going on in my room? Take care. I hope you enjoyed my story. Wow. 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 I, I mean, I forgot how intense this story was. And there's just so many things going on. And I'm going to save it for when after you hear what I had to say. So let's hear what I had to say, Tarkia. Okay, everybody. So you heard me read Arkea's email. A really good one. I mean, the titles Ouija Board and Dreams of Fire. Can it get any better, Arkea? Here she is. <laughs> Not really. I was trying to figure out what to name it. I was like, mm, either it was going to be either like what preteens do with a Ouija board in summer or Ouija boards and fire. And I was like, these are both good. I'll just go with this one. I mean, I probably going to just steal this as part of the title of this podcast because go it's, for it. it's too perfect. I mean, you can't get any better than Ouija board and dreams of fire. I mean, come on, you're a writer. Okay, <laughs> I, I reread this a couple of times. I read it the first time and then I reread it before we we're talking because I just wanted to remember all the nuances about mm -hmm. it. Um, I don't really see what I, I don't look at, at anything until in real time. Well, I mean, sometimes things, you know, I, I should let everybody know. Arkea is very familiar with what I do. She's taken my classes. Um She's, you know, a little practicing magical person. So you're familiar with all of my ways. So, you know, I like to drop in in real time and kind of really see what, you know, I see. Mm -hmm. So, um, but this was a good one. I mean, this is going, to, this is either going to be a warning of Ouija boards or maybe... <laughs> Or maybe, or maybe it's just going to make people be interested in spirit boards. Have you used a spirit, before we get into it, have you used a spirit board since? No, I have okay. not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my okay, so the weird thing about the Ouija boards that I've been experiencing, like that one in particular, my friend found it in her house, but we live in the South, so you know, the Bible Belt. So her parents were very religious, so she was very confused of why there was even a Ouija board in her house. 
And <gasps> when I went over to like my other friend's house, she also found a Ouija board, but her parents were the same thing where they do not like any of that non-Christian, demonic, anything that's not, you know, Christian approved stuff. So we've all been very confused of how did this Ouija board get in the house anyway? So the parents on the down low are like having little wine parties Probably. and smoking some weed and going like, don't tell the kids. No. <laughs> Probably. Probably. But no, I haven't played with the with the spirit board since. Um, okay. That happened mm-hmm. mostly because I'm like the same thing is probably going to happen again, knowing me, and I don't, I'm not comfortable dealing with it now. Maybe like later I'll play with it, but nothing right now. Well, we'll discuss. We're going to okay. definitely discuss with everybody once I'm done uh, the proper ways. However, you just did another checkbox there. Like you know, if you, I'm sure you you've been listening. And everybody, if you've been listening to my podcast, I have a thing where I have check boxes where it's like box check, check box, you know, of things to look for when you're looking for is something paranormal or is it just, you know, life. But you have a lot of boxes checked on here, a lot and big boxes. (laughs) I guess I should say that there's like really like powerful boxes that you check or maybe we should call them opening the box and everything mm-hmm. and um there's a lot of there's a lot of them here and so um one of them is the fact that the Ouija boards are in I know what you're talking about a family's home that is religious and mm-hmm. not into this okay so let's get to it i'm going to play piano music for um Hold on, I I I like uh, spaced out for a bit. All right, here we go. Turn it down a little bit. My favorite song. Can you hear it? I can. Okay, because I always can't. Because t- you know how it gets. It gets a little loud. Yeah. All right. All right. I got a special stone for you. I think this is this is my uh um. It's kind of like a black onyx. I always forget if it's black onyx or the other black one. But this is this is a protected stone. So. Mm-hmm think we need it oh because <laughs> i have here some feelings about this here and here we go everybody all right here we go so when i was looking at you know the first part of it okay so first of all i love the preteen things this is all like completely how every horror movie starts so <laughs> this is this is all good all good it stuff is. summer vacation you know tweeds getting together going hmm let's like uh, underground railroad trails the ghosts of the civil war i mean it's just like come on thank you arkea for handing me this stem. <laughs> i i aim to please for content <laughs> exactly we asked the spirit board questions about who they were and the questions about my friend to see if they could answer i just want to remind everybody after every answer was given or a slight movement of planchette which i always you said the proper term i just called the little thingy (laughs) Um, (laughs) what followed was a stereotype of series of screams and stampede of us running out okay so here's my feeling i immediately saw a bunch of kids um so when you said that you were having dreams right of a little girl Mm -hmm. i don't feel that this was one little girl Mm -hmm. um one child I saw like a bunch of kids and what I saw was like the space you were in like I almost for some reason 
the color red keeps coming up. And I don't mean for the fire, but almost like the place might have been red or the floor ground was red. You know how like underneath like the, the earth can be like a red clayish type of. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. I'm from Georgia. So all of the dirt in Georgia. Is oh, I did not know that everybody <laughs> to be honest. I did not know. And she didn't say Georgia in the, I did not in the email. Yeah. And I, I, I think I might know that back in my brain somewhere, but believe me with this foggy brain, I did not remember. So, yeah. So I, um, keep seeing this red and them running on the dirt. So what I feel like is this was not the same like building, you know what I mean? This might've mm -hmm. been the land and here we go, Alice in Wonderland. Um, but, and it was, it's definitely, but I have this vision of a bunch of kids running. And honestly, I think the bad part I hate to say is that this was done on purpose. Meaning this wasn't a fire, like the fire is real that happened. Um, but I feel like there was like, the vision I get is like, almost like being chased or something. And, you know, you know, try like, fire being thrown like this is on purpose mm -hmm. and for some reason it's a lot of kids and I don't mean a lot like a hundred but the vision I get is like maybe like 20 25 kids running and I feel like where they were running from it almost reminds me of like if there's a school or something like this and then they had to run and they were being um, harassed for some reason. And I almost kind of get the feeling like whether it's like religion or something like this. So I feel that what happened was, is that when you guys were doing the, um, when you were working with the board, they were, you know, kind of excited and existing in that space always like most mm -hmm. spirits. But I feel like there, it was a wrongful death. Like, they, I mean, I feel like they were killed. So this doesn't look like a fire that just took place and, um, and, you know, like it just happened and, um, you know, maybe by some kind of accident, it looks purposeful. And my feeling, the interesting part, cause this is, this is the crazy part. The crazy part was your stuffed animal, right? Mm -hmm. That you had yeah. to put like in the corner <laughs> of your bed i mean did you not tell your i just have to ask you didn't like tell your parents because you were too afraid they would find out about the ouija board no it wasn't that i was afraid they find out about the ouija board i have a very bad habit of not telling people when things happen particularly <laughs> when spiritual things happen mm -hmm. uh, mostly because i already know like either i'll get completely dismissed or they'll just be like it's a demon pray it away and i'm like that doesn't work <laughs> It's a demon praying away. Yeah, I love that it. Doesn't yeah, work. So yeah. I just, I just deal with it on my own. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, I put the bed, I put the stuff there, like on the left side of my bed, which I don't know why I did that. The only thing that I can kind of remember from that time was I was when I was trying to figure out like where to place the bear. I most like I think I mostly like the idea in my head was to place it where I felt them. And I kind of just felt them there, like on my bed for some reason. So, so when, I, when I look at that room, um, on that left side, do you recall, I see like a door and I think it's like a closet or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why, because 
you, that door, there was, it was almost like the kids were hiding or something. Maybe it is connected to the railroad thing. I'm not sure, but it's almost like they were in this space and they all came running out because I do see like that door may not be, have been the door by the way. Cause I feel like this space was different back then at the time they died, but in that area seems to be prevalent. So I feel like what happened was that what you did is you called a, you, you didn't know this cause you're a kid, but you said, I'm going to put a protective boundary. Like I'm going to put almost like drawing a circle, like a magic circle, you know, like I'm putting a circle around me of protection. And oh. since you, you didn't know how to do all around you, you did that side and you did it with something. This is what I always tell people when it comes to children, you do it with something childlike. Like you don't give a kid like a heavy duty, magical property. You give them like a, t a stuffed bear or like a unicorn or twinkly lights. And so you did actually the same, the thing I would tell a parent to do, but here's the thing. <laughs> um, it didn't like matter because they, that spirit world was excited that you were willing to talk. Like those kids were mm -hmm. angry, like they were yeah. angry on how they died. And I okay. do feel like it was murder. I mean, I feel like when I mean murder, I mean, it was like these kids, you know, like the whole place was getting after and nobody was like, oh, don't, you know, remember the women and children. They were like, too, oh, well, too bad. It's mm -hmm. almost like a witch hunt type of vibe is what I get. So um, type of thing. That's why I said I kind of feel like it could be about religion. The weird part is about the Ouija boards. Like they just appeared one day in your space. But I don't feel that that's paranormal. I honestly, just from experience, believe people have done things and won't and t one thing and then tell their kids something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe they tried one time or it was left over from someone before. Mm -hmm. But um, I could understand in a kid's brain, you're like, my parents told me this is bad. What are they doing? Like you're like, yeah. all your kid brains like trying to figure out what's going on. But I don't feel like that's a paranormal. But I do feel like I do see that you created this like boundary. And the, here's the here's the part that's interesting. You kind of bonded with this girl. You know what I mean? Like you kind of were like, kind of like it could have got to the place where you have like, quote, the invisible friend. You know what I mean? So you were kind of like acknowledging and kind of putting a, a symbol, you know, like a here's a teddy bear to like honor your death. You know? Yes. That's yeah. exactly what the bear was for. It When I put it there, it wasn't for like protection it was for like this is the memorial for you dying because I had felt that the sorrow and the sadness from that dream for like I think like a week or two before I decided to place the bear there like it was so prevalent mm -hmm. and I always just felt really bad about it so I'm like as a memorial here's this teddy bear for you because I in the dream I only saw the one like child so the other ones I didn't know about but for the Do people who died I put the bear there do you remember if the girl had kind of like, do you remember what she looked like? Because what I see is like almost like sandy brown hair. Like for some reason I saw a girl 
she definitely reminds me dress of like prairie times is the best way i could describe it no the person i saw in my dream um she had like dark hair and like okay. a prairie like dress she had a prairie like dress okay maybe we're just seeing different color hair like yeah. i saw her like dark sandy-ish but yeah not, it yeah. Was, yeah it was yeah. dark hair yeah, like I the saw, prairie dress, yeah. Yeah, I saw the prairie dress. I think her hair, I just may have got like a shade off. But she definitely, I feel like she's the leader. Like she's the one who kind of got the kids out. Like, hey, let's go. There's something wrong. Like, and she's young. So, but she somehow became the leader. I feel like what happens, you have like this ability. And if you use a, a Ouija board and you kind of have any slight ability to that world, it just kind of helps amplify it. And so I feel like you guys absolutely experienced something real. Yeah, I never really doubted that because I doubted it for a second when I was writing like the letter to you. And then I was like, mm -hmm. this happened for like probably a year until we moved like this was going on. I was Aww. like, this had to be this had to be real because this was a whole year's worth. Of what was of this happening? This is terrible. This is <laughs> little Arkea is like sitting up there, like putting her little teddy bear, and she's like, "Don't, I'm honoring you, okay?" And she's and the little girl's like, "All right, but I will tell you in your dreams." You know, right? I mean, she did. She kind of felt like she was like talking, like telling you what happened in your dreams. Mm -hmm. Not okay. All of this isn't okay, everybody. Just so you know, and everyone knows. We, the kid's not a kid anymore, so they're an old spirit. Um, it's not okay. So this is why I want to tell everybody and you, not that you know you need to know now, you're grown, but when it comes to kids, even if kids see stuff, even if you're like, wow, they see these, these spirits and stuff, you gotta protect children and kind of banish it. So I feel like what happened was you did create, unbeknownst to you, kind of like a protective, space in as long as you did something like that so um as far as the ouija board goes you know it was just a a conduit like a tool that you were able to use but i feel like it, does any does anyone live there still that you know or is that long gone that house no um because we had we were renting that house the house where my friend was at i believe her family still lives there um Oh, um, I still have I still have friends and stuff all over that neighborhood. Um, oh, interesting. So, because I'm just wondering if we could get an update of because when I see the space, I see the red sand like clay type of floor ground, and then I saw kind of almost reminds me of like a farm, like land or farm type of thing where there's like almost like it reminds me of like it's not this, but it reminds me of like a compound because it reminds me of. Like, oh, over here's a school. Over here's some houses. It's not a compound, but... Yeah, there was a school over there that okay. got shut down recently. But the area that you're talking about is a very old area. Like, yeah. it has dated back to, again, like, colonial era. That area is so old. So a lot of the houses are, like, are historic where you can't, like, tear them down. You can't mm -hmm. remodel them. Like, they have to stay the way they are because they're so old. Um, oh yeah oh yeah i definitely feel like this was an area where it was it reminds me of little house in the prairie for any of those pe young people don't know look it up but it reminds me of like 
you know, where there's houses and the school and everything. And somehow there was havoc done in this area. And even at the school, almost like, like I said, almost, I feel like it's attached to religion. That's the best way I could describe it or something. So I feel like she was trying to tell you what happened. And that's what happened. Well, I got the message. Yeah, you got the <laughs> message. And just so everyone knows, if you if you have a child that, that actually will tell you, not like Arkea, <laughs> just sit there by her little lonesome and just breaks my heart. Little girl sitting there like, I'll just put my teddy bear over here and everything. Like, she just think of this on your own. Like, you're like, Never mind. I'm not going to tell my parents because they're going to use the whole demon thing again. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really my thought process was they're going to tell me this is a demon. It might be a demon, but I'm not pretty sure it's not. It might be a demon, but it likes my teddy bear. So exactly. Can't be too bad. Can't be too bad. I'm still going to honor with the teddy bear. The demon's like, okay, you know, I like teddy bears. That's cool. <laughs> My life. This is, I know, I, I, I believe it. But I feel like you did, in your little kid mind, you did the best job, better than most adults, on how to put a little protective thing around you, how to honor this little girl, and you did great. Yay, I did yeah. one thing great. <laughs> you did, no, you did a lot of things great. So let's just like go over. If you okay. are going to use a spirit board or a Ouija board, you know, you want to cleanse it, cleanse it with a cleansing spray, with incense. And what you want to do is called bound it. So what bound it means is that you're like, okay, I'm going to open this board, cleanse it before you use it. You, you know, say that I'm bounding this, meaning that this is, this is only for me to communicate to whomever you want to. If you're going to say to whoever's in the neighborhood, good luck because you're just going to have everybody. You're going to have another you're going to have another little story to send to Adela. Exactly. You'll just have another story to send to me. So that'll be fine and you can name it Ouija boards and and fire dreams and something else if, if this happens. But I'm saying if you if you do got it what they call bound it, you got to tie it down meaning like okay, I'm only opening this up to communicate with my parents or my grandparents, a friend or whatever start there and say it is locked to anyone else and and do the things you know put candles around you call in your protectors and you're utilize if you don't do that because what happens is it's like opening up your dms to ever and then people are catfishing you and they're like yeah i know you and you're like do i like, mm -hmm. you know so if you're not if you're not bounding it and you're not cleansing it then you're just opening the door up to, to anyone to speak to you. And then when you're done, you cleanse it again and you say, I lock this down. I close all the doors, all the gates, all the openings. And you put it like in a box and put it in, not in your bedroom, like in your garage or something like this. And that's how I would use a Ouija board. It's not to make it scary, but it is symbolizing like I'm open to whatever. It's not anything magical about the Ouija board. It's just the dead kind of knows like, oh, well, they're game. Literally game to play. So that yeah. was all. That was all. You were just a bunch of kids like 
totally on the right path, but then it went horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it only went horribly wrong for me. Everybody else was fine after the first night of weirdness. Okay. Everything can turn normal for them. It's just me. And this, this is to my point. It's you because you have abilities. I know this about you. You yes. have, you have a little antenna up. And she was like, you know, I like the, I, I like the teddy bear, but let's see what else I can get out of her. She's gonna bring me some flowers, some candy, some toys. What other toys? So, you know, you just didn't know. You, you kind of kept the communication going, is what you did. Now I know you did a wonderful thing honoring her, but it also kind of because you didn't know how to go. I'm honoring you, and I'm out. And you did it on your bed. It just kind of kept that phone yeah. line open. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. This was great. You know, lessons were learned. Don't make a memorial on your bed for a dead spirit. You know? <laughs> I definitely do not recommend making a memorial on your bed for a dead spirit. It's very true. I uh, would not recommend that. But, however, you did a great job. Like you did... You did, uh, you did follow something inside of you new to do that for her. So that was pretty cool. <sighs> so what we all want to know, the yes. pressing question is, will you be using a spirit board anytime soon? You know what? <laughs> I have really? been having my eye on one on the interweb for like mm -hmm. two years. But I have not pulled the trigger yet. Truth comes to out. To be determined because, again, I am slightly traumatized because of the incident. Okay, so TBD. However, however, you now know how to do it. You yeah. now know how, and you've been taking classes with me, and you'll learn yep. a little bit more how to do it. There is, it's not like, I think I don't deal with spirit boards at all. I have no interest in dealing with spirit boards. However, it is, you know, it is like kind of, they are kind of neat. They are kind of fun. They are kind of like, there's some really pretty ones, some really intricate ones. They are, they are kind of cool. Um, but so I'm saying if you're going to use them, that just use them properly and you'll be fine and don't make memorials on your bed and you'll be fine. You know, lessons, the lessons of the Ouija board are Keep it ever your growing. Room. Don't put it under your bed. Don't put it in your closet. You know, put it in the in a neutral, like away from sleepy area or hanging out areas like the garage. And I seriously recommend putting it in a box or a bag or something. And that's what you mean by binding it. You can mm. even some, you know, if you're really witchy, you can even get like rope and wrap it around it and go like it is bound. But um definitely don't feel like you can't ever use it. I feel like uh, my answer to, always to people, just use it properly. That's all. That's fair. And then I'll, now, yes. If I buy one, I will send you a picture of it. Thank you. <laughs> That's what we all want to know because, it, right, everybody's going to want to know. If she gets one, we want to update, and then I can load it up on the on the Instagram. Yeah. On the house video. I will send you a picture. And I'll also look for any flyers in that area. Um, <gasps> I feel yeah. like it was about that area and not really that house itself. Absolutely. Um, it was probably the area. So Absolutely. I can look to see if I can find anything about 
little children dying in a in a fire. That shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> shouldn't be that hard. Light listen while you're jogging or in your car, you know. <laughs> Hope to set the right good mood for you and you're about to go into your <laughs> you're about to go into work. You know? Leave it to me to bring the light, you know, fun. But yeah, absolutely. Tell absolutely. Let us know. I want to know. We got. We all want to know. An update would be awesome. Of course. Okay. Thank you so much. Let's do. Let's make sure that we leave you. Let's leave you cleansed, cleansing the space, and you know, making sure. By the way no kids bother Akia tonight. Leave her alone. She's not interested. She's not interested. If she is, she will invite you and let you know uh, for, but we're making it clear to that realm because it's not like they disappear. It's not like they're attached to that place. So we just want to make sure that no dreams are happening tonight. Right. I do not need a reunion. We don't need a reunion. I'm good. Exactly. I remember you clearly. <laughs> exactly. She doesn't need a reminder or a reunion. All right. Just boundaries. Boundaries, people. Boundaries on the other side. It's just, they, they're not good with boundaries. Thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome. This was the best. Thank you. Thank you. You have a good one. You too. Okay. Wow. Okay. So that was so much going on. Hold on. I'm here. And not to mention that little Arkea is having to do all of these things on her own, just kind of going through this. And I relate to it so much because that was pretty much me. Kind of imagine that like every night, not, not having these dreams and stuff and such that she was having every night, but just this concept of seeing stuff and everything. So I understand what it's like and then deciding like you just have to deal with it yourself. But I find so compelling about this story is this, that something definitely went wrong and horribly, uh, not just, you know, I mean, there was an injustice. And what I found really interesting is that how, even though this was very hard for Ikea, this, this little girl and these spirits were, were basically just telling their story. You know, it's just like, we're going to be the true historians of what happened here. And that's a lot of times what spirits want to do. They're not necessarily trying to make her so afraid or make her, you know, or hurt her or, you know, put her in that position. But a lot of times they're just like, listen, we want to tell, you know, the real story, the story of what really happened of this land. And so when people always think that there's places that have, you know, sacred land, or um, there's been things that have happened there, or people that were buried there, and this is, they always want to blame and say, oh, yeah, um, this is like, you know, haunted or spooky because it was, you know, this type of thing happened here, whether like an injustice, maybe it, maybe it's a um, mental institution or people feel this way about native Americans and other things like this, but it's not that it's just, they're always like, we just want to tell the real story because 
the stories not being told. People don't want to hear. They just want to forget what happened and move on. So I feel like Arkea just had the awesome gift to be able to hear and, and, and listen and take in the story and validate these girls. And she was a young girl. So it makes sense. They were like, Hey, listen, you'll understand. This is what happened to us. And it seems like you have an ability to kind of hear us. I, and I know you're saying Adela, but it just, it sounds so like horrifying and terrible and scary. And I hear what you're saying, but that is not really, it's just kind of the same thing in life. If you ask somebody, you know, what happened to something that happened to them might've been scary or traumatizing and they're telling you the story. Um, we use words, but that's how they communicate telepathically. They're like, this is just, you know, you asked, you brought out that Ouija board. You wanted to know what was going on. We're here to tell you. So I think Arkea did a wonderful job honoring. I think that was just so cool that she had that like intuition to just know how to protect herself and honor those spirits. And I wonder if we'll maybe hopefully one day get an update of what happened there. Um, but I definitely feel like that was an intense one. Uh, I, I want to respect it as well, but I, I'm not going to lie. I think we all know that was, <laughs> that was, that was very intense. Okay. Um, but really, really great story, right? I mean, come on. All right, let's get to our next email. And this email is from Stacy. Hi, Adela. I've been following you for some time and I recently found your new podcast. Yay! Everybody share, 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 share this podcast. I love what you do and I want to thank you. I've learned so much in the past couple of years. Thank you so much or in the last couple of years, I had the experience when I was a young girl, when I lived in Puerto Rico, I was brought up Pentecostal, 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 no, Pentecostal. So you already know it was strict household and everything is the devil's fault. Right. That's right. The devil made you do it, but you like devil, but you like cheat devil, but you still devil. Me, not me. It's the devil. Just, you know, go have a conversation with him. He seems to be very uh, uh, interested in my life enough to make me do all these things. <laughs> um, is the devil's fault. So that is the mentality I was dealing with at the time. I can't pinpoint exactly what happened. Oh, exactly when it happened. Give or take, I was eight or nine. I know I was fairly young and would feel and see things, but getting to the point, it started as a dream. And I don't remember much, but I know I was happy up until I ran to this garage and faced a forest and I just stood there compelled. And then I heard it, a guttural voice talking to me in a language I couldn't understand. It could have been the fear, but I woke up and I turned to my side and I felt something there, but I was way too scared to look. And I still heard the voice. The last thing it said, and it's the only thing I remember was, it's your mind now. Wow. Which I won't lie, scared the shit out of me. I tried to make it scared. You're mine now. Was that better? <laughs> wow. Okay. Ooh. 
It's another intense one. Okay. Let me get... Let, I lost my place. I I, get, I got too excited and then I lost my place. Okay. Turn it to my side. And I felt something there, but I was too scared to look and I still heard the voice. The last thing it said, and it's the only thing I remember, was it your mind now? Okay. We got that. Which I won't lie scared the shit out of me. The house we lived at the time had belonged to Santerios. And both my mother and grandmother had creepy things happen there. I always assumed it was a demon and proceeded to pray as one does, but I never knew if it was a dream, just a bad dream. Would like your intake on it. Fast forward into my late 20s, we moved to Florida, and I have a few other encounters, but one that also always bothered me is I was asleep, my child was with me as we slept together, I don't remember if she was four or five but i remember being asleep just waking up because i heard a child call me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my name a little girl and i knew it wasn't my daughter it didn't sound like her and worse i heard it in my head along with a chuckle so again fear because it felt off and like a child, I instinctively covered my face with the blanket and it felt, and I felt something softly pull on it. <laughs> now it wasn't my daughter. Sorry, I'm pausing. She felt the blanket pull. And now it wasn't my daughter because she was behind me facing the wall and I was facing the edge of the bed. So the way I was turned, I can get off the bed right away. And it was pulling the blanket away from my face. Anyways, I do have a few others, but these are the ones that really scratched my noggin. Love your podcast. And also took some of your classes. I've honestly had the best experiences in them. Thanks. Oh my goodness. Stacy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. You guys like that one? This is a good one. This is a good one. So let's hear what I have to say to Stacy. everybody so you heard me read Stacy's email and now I have her here with me so that I can tell her what I see hi Stacy hi Adela. <laughs> are you ready for this this was a <clears throat> this was this is a doozy this is okay. a big one I was like you don't know how long I've been wondering about this I am sure I would be <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on um there is a lot there's a lot of check boxes on here um i i you know listen i have the perfect music i just you know i don't want to scare you off but i mean i kind of feel like this is very fitting i mean it's a new one that i pulled out of the drawer but it's very <laughs> It sounds accurate. It sounds accurate. But, it's yeah. accurate, right? It's yeah. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try to match the mood and then everybody sitting at home in the dark listening can Plus really. Over, looking at him, like, what's going on? 
<laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm so excited for this. Um, because I like reread it. Like I'll read the emails initially every time and then maybe a second time and then refresh again. And I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. I forgot this one's, this one, this one's got a lot going on and there's so many elements. So check boxes, you know, you're in Puerto Rico where there's a lot of magic going on in that, in that areas, you know, I'm sure a lot of, a lot of ancient energy. I feel in areas like that. You know, so I don't um, feel crazy anymore because I thought that. Um, no, no. Yeah. Oh, I, I have. Hold on tight. I haven't even gotten to it yet. Hold on. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Don't get your head out of the gutter, everybody. Oh tip of the God, iceberg, I, I said. <laughs> I'm like anxious now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just a little bit. Okay. So, okay. So you, you heard that you're. There's so many check boxes. Let's go over the check box, box check. I'm going to get a sound effect like sh sh watch you guys wait. I will. So, so she's in Puerto Rico. There's a lot of energy in there. Everything's the devil's fault. Yes. I was raised the same and blame everything on the devil. You know. um, so what, one guy's really, really busy, of course, causing havoc. Um, and you said that, um, your habitat ran his garage face. Okay. So, I, uh, I know when it was fairly, I just want to get everything, feel like things, but to get to the point, because this was kind of more as a dream. So that's what I wanted to ask you first. So I want, I'm going through this very carefully to checkpoint everything, not to give me the details, but I just want to be clear of the, uh, how it happened. So it started as a dream, right? Yes. And then you don't know what happened. And I don't remember much, but I know I was happy until I ran to the garage face and just okay all right and you heard it all right language and hold on a second creepy things i always assume it okay just gonna i'm gonna get to that part next let's first let's start with the first part i feel when i look at this i'm you know it's gonna be no shock but i would love for this to be the turn of events of like oh this is you know grandpa great grandpa blah, blah. i don't feel that at all sorry <laughs> Um, oh so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. First of all, there's a lot of box checks and you want to know what my, my main reason of knowing is my stomach. Whenever I get a guttural sinking, wrenching feeling, it's not, it's not good. So Dela, my, my fear was justified because that's what I need to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. A thousand percent. Like, yeah. And, and you know, I'm a big advocate of like, you guys calm down it's just a little grandma trying to give you an apple pie no big deal i'm usually always very on that end of things but i can i feel it in my stomach whenever i feel it in my gut and my stomach starts kind of sinking and wrenching and when i've walked into places like this i can i can feel it immediately there and by the way anyone listening if you ever had that experience you're not crazy that's kind of telling you this isn't a positive. Believe it or not, chills and stuff aren't negative usually. Sometimes they're more positive than negative because it's like a good energy. But the gut, mm -hmm. yeah. So she's mm -hmm. talking to me in a language you couldn't understand, and we're clear this isn't Spanish, right? No. Or, or okay. English because I knew both by then. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's true. You would, if you mm -hmm. don't understand it, it would have to be. You're correct on that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the last thing, um, you said that you're mine now. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the part that just ruined me. 
That is like you're living everyone's nightmare. <laughs> it's might as well be a scene. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I for the longest yeah. I was like maybe I made it up. I uh, maybe I had no. You know, I like... see. I'm gonna be honest. I see about three or four people, and when I see them. They're very much in the shadow, two of them. And what it tells me is that they're not, I don't feel like this was spirit. This feels more like entity. And I, even when I say it, my stomach gets all wrenchy. Oh, um, Adela. Yeah. Can, can what? I, can I tell you? Yeah. Okay. So, uh oh, uh huh. Um, so my grandma had bought that house and it was years later that I found out that it was owned by Santeros. And you know they deal with Loas and stuff like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's what that's what I was going to ask you. You said it belonged to Santeros. And I was going to ask you what that is. Is that like Santeria or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 1,000%. Like I would go to Vegas and put all the bucks on that. <laughs> because yeah. I've been, I'm familiar with that kind of magic. And I can see them. And they're even looking at me like what are you gonna do and i never do anything i'm like nothing i'm not doing anything because those types of energies are kind of like protectors so and they kind of battle the like i feel like there was two because i see two in the i mean sorry two sides so i see two in the light and two in the shadows and what i mean shadow is not shadow people meaning like they're up to no good shadows like and that's what it represents and I feel like the light, like I literally even see a vision of, of this bigger being holding a little kid's hand is like the protector. Like there was one trying to protect and the other was definitely trying to freak you out and scare you and do things. And entities are not the same as spirits. They, entities are, um, you know, they kind of have a little bit of ego so if that if the one was trying to protect the other two were trying to protect and these other two are like who are you to protect you know you're it's kind of like a weird like war of the roses type of thing like, energy between yeah, it's, yeah right it's kind of like we were called into the space so we can be here it's fine and then the others are like the one that's protecting is like no you can't like a protector of children because there are energies that are very protective over children. And that's what I feel like what was happening. And even, okay, yeah. So I feel like you said that, you know, you heard that voice. And you said that your grandmother had creepy things as well. She, and yeah, she saw one of them when she, before me and my mom moved in. Because what I see is clearly, um, like... I, yeah, I feel like I see four and one's like kind of nasty looking, meaning like energy wise. It's not like I literally see a face like giving me imagery because they don't need that to make someone freak out. No, um, but it, to be clear for everybody listening and for you, there is something called keeping the world's balanced and the ones that are very scary and even make my stomach wrench. They deal with like nasty shit. Like in other words, how do I say like, they kind of purposely 
look and act this way to keep things at bay. Does that make sense? So that's why I'm really positive whoever lived there called them in for protection. But they, the difference is, is that what people don't realize is different type of practices have different rules. And Santeria, like voodoo, is very like we call on whoever we don't care, right? There's no like we're not, we're not you don't have to be all angelic and love and light. Like if you get the job, it's kind of like someone who hires someone. Like, do you get the job done? But I have a shady background. I don't care. Do you get it done? Yeah, I get it done. That's what that practice is like. Yeah, which right time as a child, I'm I, I didn't get it, but now I kind of understand that world a bit、right. more. Yeah, exactly. Because you've probably you've looked into it. I, yeah, now that I'm more like comfortable-ish,、mm -hmm. but like before, it was just terrifying. And of course, being raised the way I was raised, that's just you know, it's bad. It's the devil, and you stay away. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally, totally makes sense. It would have been extremely terrifying for an adult, let alone a child. Ah,、uh, yes. Pretty sure. And the. <laughs> But you know, even the Yermai now, that's kind of what I'm seeing was the battle. Like the other ones, like we're protecting her, and this one's like, no, she's ours. You see what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's, it's like it's. I just want. <laughs> we have to laugh. We have to laugh. We have to laugh because I just want to make clear that in the end of the day, nothing was going to harm you. It's just way too intense. That's why I always tell people and everybody listening and you that when you're protecting children, that's why I always tell people you do light, like fairy, like energy, lights, twinkly lights, dragons, you know, gnomes, like very light protective energy. This type of energy is like I said. It's like, whoa, man! Like, where did you just come from? The streets? Yes, I did. And you're like, whoa, okay, like. You have no rules, then. No, I don't. Yeah, it felt heavy.、Right? It felt. But it, so it's heavy. It's not like they're like we're gonna hurt her. But I'm. That's what I even feel like. What's the problem? And if I don't know if you've ever, have you ever met people? Have you ever met anyone who does sensitia or voodoo or anything like that? At the time, my mom was dating my sister's father, and we didn't know how deep in he was. Mm-hmm. But. He was deep in there. <laughs> yeah.、Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. Yes. See, that's that's what I think what was happening. I think that mixed with the people over, it was a cocktail. And people who practice this, they don't like. I remember I met this lady once. Like, and people who are for real, like not people just right. They just say it. Put it on as a、mm -hmm. as a costume, but people are for real. Um, she was for real. She was—I、uh, forget what island she was from. Like I know how to tell if someone's the real deal. And she—I was getting oils from her, and I just mentioned what I did, and I thought it would she would take it lightly, and she just looked and stared me down, and I could feel that same gut feeling I'm getting now. I felt started to happen. I could feel her peering, and she's like, "I could teach you," and I was like, "She goes, I'll have you work with like one of these." Deities. Oh, oh Dale, you're giving me so many chills right now.、So、and I、many. was like,、uh, "No," I said, "No, I'm good." I said, "Okay, yeah, I'll think about that." I I played it. I said, "Yeah," and she was. She goes, "You have the gift. You have the natural gift." And I was like, "Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, okay." But the thing is, is that there, 
rules, I know that she's invasive. She didn't care. She wasn't like, oh, let me not peer my energy into you and see into your soul. They're like, I should be able, I can do it whenever I want. If I can, I'll do it. That's the difference. So I just want you to be clear that those type of energies are like whatever gets the job. Those people, people who practice this type of stuff, it's like whatever gets the job done. And so I don't believe it or not, even with everything, I don't feel like anything was meaning you harm, but it is not okay in my book that you just whip children around like that. Okay. So let's get to the next part. Oh <laughs> wait, my God. Everybody, wait everybody, there's more. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hold on to your hats. Okay. So now we discovered that there's Santoreos, right? And your grandmother had creepy stuff. We fast forward to the 20s. Now you're in Florida. Another interesting location. I know. I, I've been just drawn to like heavy energy, controversial energy. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, you're yeah. so spiritual awakening. <laughs> you're like, no vermont for me i'm gonna go to straight to the sources okay i blame my mother uh, all right so then now you're in florida and now you're saying that you're asleep and your kids with you now you're like got a kid of your own so wow so now we've like moved into that and um and your child's like four or five and this, she's sleeping and facing like you right so you guys are facing each other like you're holding her like hugging her um, yeah so like the bed okay. to the wall so i always have her okay. facing the wall while i face either the door or whatever i'm always in front of her if that makes sense. okay kind of trying to picture yeah. so it like, so let's say if you put the the bed to the side okay in the wall then she's there it's like the first, like if you come in, like the first person you probably see is me because she's to the wall. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I did picture that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and then, um, and then it, and then, okay, so now that's happening. And then now you're asleep and you're waking up and you heard a child call your name, a little girl. I mean, did you not, like, did you decide to visit all the horror films that <laughs> So now. <laughs> I, I used like to that. like scary movies, but not like this. This is this is how it is in real life, everyone. Um, so you hear a little girl, and you knew it wasn't your daughter, right? So and again, I, fear. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I heard it in my head. That's how you I heard it telepathically. I heard it, tel and I knew it wasn't my thought voice. Okay. So that's when I All knew. Right. Okay, this is wrong. <laughs> this is not right. my child. Okay. And it's not me thinking it. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Oh, you're like, it's not me. It is not my child. And then instinctively, you covered your face. And yeah. then you had a soft pull down of the blanket. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. I felt like somebody trying to pull it down. And the giggling. Jesus. Now you're calling out Jesus, are you? Know? Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, check box. Okay, by the way, did we not say box checks, box checks? All the boxes are checking on this a hundred, a thousand percent, pulling away. And um and I do have a few others. Okay. Well, we definitely need to hear the few others. So you'll have to come on again. And and so okay, so now we we've reached okay. The little girl, this is the thing. This is gonna be the ironic thing. I don't think it's a girl. Huh? 
I don't think it was a little girl. I think it's like something else disguised. That's how I feel. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say a little girl, and I did like, I did add this. I had to do it. She said that was awesome. See, she was positive. See, she was a positive little girl. See, she was like, That was awesome. That was awesome because this was awesome. All right, we had to lighten it. We had to lighten it for everybody sitting there, shitting their pants at home. All right, so, <laughs> which I hope you're doing because then I did my job. But then I lighten it because that's, that's also my job. Okay, I feel like this was absolutely a trickster. Um, definitely kind of. I was about to say, what I was about to say is that, believe it or not, the first story, as horrible and terrible as it sounds, um, isn't as bad uh, and, and negative as the second one. And the reason, like the little girl, this is a very good lesson for everybody, that the things that you think are appearing innocent may not be, and the things that you think are looking sinister are not usually a lot all the time. So what I'm saying is that I feel like she was, this thing was purposely, this entity was trying, and I call it more like a trickster, kind of like a gremlin type of thing, was purposely trying to kind of mimic your daughter. It's almost kind of like the folklore of Faye, where they would like try to go like, hey, come have some sweet tea and try to be like cutesy. And then supposedly they, right? It's very similar. It's very similar. Yeah, like, hi, you know, like, like, hi, you know, and then you're like, oh, and then you get confused and you think maybe it's your daughter. And now you're like, what's going on? And so I feel like this was more of a trickster energy and definitely the pulling down of the blanket. Um, this, this isn't something that I feel children who die do. I know people always want to make children creepy in movies, but honestly, they're the least because when they die, they, mm -hmm. they don't have to go. What makes a spirit, just to kind of help ease everyone, what makes a spirit creepy or get like angry and all these things is if they're like, oh, I was wronged, right? You know, my death, I... Um, there's things I should have said before I die. They're trying to fix things where children kind of go okay well that's it and they don't have to go through life lessons and so they're given they're kind of right to this like higher understanding of life very quickly they don't have to go through like why did i live my life and this heavy they're not heavy coming from a heavy place yeah. so it's when someone with the flow basically yeah children are just just immediately taken to like an evolved state because they they don't have to go through like why did you you know they didn't make decisions of their own and mess up but something trying to emulate so this was definitely trying to copy something innocent copy your child energy to kind of trick you and then and and so what i was about to say is that the pulling down of the of the blanket is of something trying to purposely scare you kids don't do that yeah, I was going to say, well, the joke's on it because I know my child does not call me by my name. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're not trying to make you think it's her. They're trying to evoke the feeling mm -hmm. a familiar, something familiar, something similar to trigger, mm -mm. right? No, I heard There's... it. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. And I'm going to tell you two things. One, the story of the come with me that happened to me when I was sleeping once. 
and it was very loud and very creepy and freaky and then I had found out that I was for a short time with the coven and they were like oh we work that's when I first really understood what the watchers were and they're like they know you and they think you want to work with them because you work with us and you're advanced in your site and oh, I don't know that's what they said but honestly whatever it was it, I know it was something it didn't feel like I mean it scared the hell out of me but at the end of the day it wasn't um, evil I guess it's the best way I could describe it just is like that's going to scare anybody and the same thing happened to me with like a little shadow being looking like my son and I thought it was him and it ran away and he was sleeping so it wasn't him so you see what I mean so what I'm saying is that it evokes a feeling of you going little girl my daughter you know they were trying to trick you and you didn't fall for it so we can like we can like uh, give you a break of this and go, yay, good job. Good job. <laughs> yay. You, you did a good job though, seriously, because honestly, it didn't work. Yeah. It didn't work. Like you you picked up on something right away. Yeah. Right? You figured it out. You no, were I, like, I oh. felt it. Like as soon as it said my name, like it whispered it. Yeah. I was like, this is not my child. And it was like that, like you explained that pit feeling in the stomach like this is not right it's not right yeah that yeah. that that one I think for sure was worse than the other because even though we may not like agree with mm -hmm. or at least I'm not really into the idea of just doing stuff no matter what whoever it hurts and I don't care kind of um and you know type of magic mm -hmm. um though though it doesn't mean those entity those uh deities and lolas and and how you know words people describe it are any worse than like saint archangel michael to me like you know they're the same they're kind of it's just the only difference is <laughs> is that they kind of operate from a like we do whatever it takes it's just a different uh you know motto of life right. of, of things you get it done and, you don't care you don't get to, and I just don't particularly care for that because I've seen that energy bounce around and hit people innocently, hit the person doing that type of magic as well. And you can't, they're out of control. They're just like, you know, try to do business with a gangster and then tell them like, hey, don't get too violent. It's not going to work. Right. Right. So, um, so what I'm saying is, um, I feel like the second one and, and I feel like it, it went in for the second you know, by pulling the blanket down. So you did good, but I, I would kind of visit like yourself because maybe there's something of you that also sees and is connected to that realm. I I think there is. I mean, mm. I, mm. I have many, many other stories and, um, okay. Which yeah, I will. I will write to you, and if we have to revisit, we shall. Yeah, and in yeah. the meantime, maybe recognize that you do have something going on, yeah. and you know, I know somebody who teaches classes on it and things like that. If you ever want to well, harness it, well, I did take some classes. I actually have taken three. Okay, during twenty twenty, and yes, I did learn a lot. I did experience a lot. And I did do your um, 
your remote viewing class, the first one you did before the. Oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like continuing on that path because that that was a pretty strong telepathic message, and not to not too many people that happens very easily with the voice hearing the voice yeah yeah you recognizing it it. (laughs) yeah but still a lot of people don't pick up on telepathic communication i'm telling you yeah yeah so so i would just i would i know it's creepy well we're gonna we're gonna cleanse the air we're gonna cleanse the air let's just do a double we need a we need a we need a double. Please. We need a double cleansing. I accept, this. I accept it. Yeah. We need it, and then we're gonna put on a little soft, like to exit. We'll we'll go out. We'll go out with this. We want to like we ah, want Stacy yes. to be her energy. Everybody at home's energy before they get ready for the next story. <laughs> but um, no, <laughs> no. But seriously, like just everybody, kind of you know. Let's just cleanse the energy a little bit. But this is definitely, this was a good one. Thank you for writing. No, thank you. How do you feel? How do you feel? We all want to know. Oh, my God. No, like, I feel good because for the longest, I really thought, like, I'm going crazy. Or maybe I've watched too many scary movies. And then I talked to my mom, and she's like, you just have to pray more. And I'm just like, "That's, that's not satisfying. That doesn't explain what happened to me. She's like, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't do, I don't analyze. I just, you know, we just throw some things out there. Yeah. Give a I, little hope and prayer. Mm-hmm. She says, just, yeah. pray, just pray harder. That's all it is. Pray harder. Demons. Yeah. That's all it is. We use holy oil, not holy water. Yeah, yeah that's the, because people are so scared of it but honestly okay i just want to wrap this up with saying what what we had here was some people who who practice some you know pretty intense magic which by the way if you were thinking you think you know your shit be careful make sure you know your shit before you play with things you know because this type of magic is is intense i've been around it i've seen people do it i'm very respectful and um and you know it it wasn't it was just, wasn't your fault. It was just something you picked up on and they kind of knew you could. So it just kind of all, kind of all of the, all the elements came together. And the second one is something knowing you can too, but just wanting to, you know, freak mess you out, you, and yeah. mess with you. Right. <laughs> this is total messy, bad, bad boys, bad girls. Which that's mm-hmm. what I got. That's definitely what I got from that one. But the other one, yeah. uh, the other one, like I said, I was a kid, so you know, I, I went with mom's answer. It was definitely a demon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's listen. If it was a demon, and I'm gonna be honest with you, you would be more than just afraid. You would have ran out of the house, and you would have been screaming because I've seen them. It's been very rare that I've seen them, and when you do come across, it's not like this is scary and this is alarming, but it's much much worse than that and rare so you're okay there's all kinds of energies in that realm it's not just one or the other like people think there's it's just like earth there's like sort of bad people really bad people you know what i mean it, it's not there's array of things and and so that's it and you just got to kind of pay attention cleanse your space tonight cleanse your space after you hang up 
put your protective boundaries and maybe start contemplating, you know, Hey, maybe I got to look into these gifts and write us some more emails. <laughs> for sure. Yes, for sure. Cause I do have some stories. I might even have an alien one that I want you to look into. Oh, nice. Yes. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Adela. It was so much fun. And so thank you. I'm a peace now. I'm really a peace now. Good. Good. I'm so glad. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, um, again, uh, this wasn't really as bad, you know, as we might've thought it was, uh, it, it kind of feels like sometimes you do have like these kind of like little trickstery things. And then you have things that, you know, just may have to do with magic. And that's why I think it's interesting if you have that kind of thing in your family or in the house and, you know, people think that it's all like negative, but it's not. Sometimes it's these types of magical practices and beliefs call in what they believe is their protectors, but we're not familiar with it. I remember one time I was sitting in my house and my friend was sitting there and she was a reader and she felt something big, you know, behind her. And she said, I feel like an energy and it scared her. She, like she wanted to run out of my apartment. I said, oh, that's the energy St. Michael that I work with. She's not familiar with it. It's not her thing. So it scared her. So this is why I think it's always good to kind of understand, you know, what you're working with. But then you do have tricksters. Yeah, do. You do have the tricksters. And when you have those tricksters coming on in, causing havoc and making you, you know, feel and hear all kinds of things. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't. However, however, it's not always. Oh, don't be. Don't do that. Come on. Go back. Not cool. It's not always what you think it is. Sometimes it's just trying to guard a space. Sometimes it's trying to kind of test you, mess with you, maybe even push you away. So remember, even though we get very, very caught up in believing that everything has to be in the negative, it's not. Oftentimes, there's the light that's coming in right behind what you think is dark. And sometimes it's hiding behind it for a reason. Like I said, there's sometimes there's guardians that are purposely making themselves bigger and taller. Like if you try to scare off a bear, you make yourself big and tall and you try to scare something bigger off. And so that's kind of, believe it or not, that realm isn't so sure about us either. So it's not all, it's not, it's all gray. It's not black and white. Anyway, these were great ones. I wanted to leave you with this and leave you in this kind of energy because I'm educate I want to educate people about that realm that even though the things we don't understand can be very intimidating we have to like you know not make everything a demon and everything evil and everything bad or the devil that sometimes it's just something we don't understand and sometimes they're purposely making themselves a certain way because they're protecting or so on Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. Follow yourself, follow no one, listen to your inner voice, and I'll see you soon.
Thank you for listening to the House Medium Podcast, and thank you for those who joined me on my podcast and allowing me to also read your emails and having all of us, including the listeners, go down the rabbit hole with you. And speaking of which, don't forget to email me all your questions at thehousemedium at gmail. And you can also follow me on Instagram at The House Medium or Adele Levine. And if you're interested in my services, you can check out adelelevine.com. And remember, those bumps in the night, or if you need help on your housing needs, renting or buying, I can pop on by. But if you are experiencing bumps in the night or shadows in your room, It may not be just your imagination, so contact me, Adela, your house medium.